Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome again. Welcome back to True Life Academy. This is your host, Clarence Caldwell. I'll be your host and your coach this week. And uh, I just want to say good morning. Good morning to you. Yes, it is morning because we are waking up. We are waking up to our true life. And if you stay with us here and listen and practice the things we talk about, you will awaken to your true life. And that's what our hope is for you. Uh, Today, we have a very special guest with us which we'll uh, talk to in a moment. I just wanted to uh, remind you, and hopefully that you've lived your past week the way we always ask you to, and that is live with an attitude of gratitude. Live in thanks. Always be in thanks of everything that's in your life. Secondly, give. Give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. When you are giving, you are receiving also. And then thirdly, because we have this power to choose, the power of choice. It's a very, very, very large gift that we've been given. Love first and then choose. If you live your life this way, you'll have an amazing life and you'll make an amazing life for the people around you. So thank you and good morning to you. We are waking up. We have with us this week a very special guest. Her name is Tara Stone. Now, Tara, uh, she, she works at, at Missouri University. And when she isn't trying to guide students to success at, the, at Missouri University of Science and Technology, she can be found encouraging people to live the life they were meant to live. That's right in, li- in alignment with what we're doing here at True Life Academy. So I thought it would be great to have her on to talk about the work that she's doing, the work that she's doing as a founder of, of uh, Remarkable 180. And, and we'll get into that and we'll, we'll find out more about that. Uh, but I want to uh, introduce her to you. And uh, Tara, if you're there, if you're there, just say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. I'm very excited <laughs> to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for taking the time to spend with us today. My pleasure. Yeah. So one of the things that um, I want to make sure that that people know is that who you really are. So I, I sent out a, a small bio uh, along with the invite for people to join this call in this, this episode. But um, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe your background and what work you're doing today. Sure, okay. Um, well, I graduated from Missouri University of Science and Technology. I got my bachelor's and master's degree in technical communication. Um, while I was in school, I, was, I had the opportunity to intern for the United States Army at Fort Leonard Wood where I got to do a lot of um, fun things and work in kind of the training at the chemical school there on, on the fort. Um, currently, I'm, I'm working in a student success center where I 
I get to interact and, and help students on a daily basis and just kind of be there for them and guide them and uh, connect them to resources as much as I can. Excellent, excellent. So do you do any counseling with them or uh, how does that work? No, it's, it's not counseling. What we call, we have what we have called a success coaches. And, and what the success coaches are, that they're students who um, just act as a mentor for the other students who are on campus. And, um, you know, we help them go over time management skills, organization, um, you know, any of those types of skills that will set them up to be the most successful that they can be on campus. Great, great. And what's the, uh, what's the average age of these, these students that you're working with? Um, typically, it's, it's undergraduate, so it's anywhere between, you know, 18 and, and 22 years old. Uh, we are a resource center for all of campus, so we do occasionally see graduate students as well as, you know, veteran students as well. Right, right. So tell us a, a, a little bit about some of the, the things that are, are common amongst uh, the, those students who are of that age. Uh, are there anything that, that, that stands out that you always have to deal with or that, that they struggle with? I think it's just, um, you know, being prepared. It's a, it's a whole new ball game when you, when you transition from, you know, high school to to college. Our university is unique in the fact that all of our students are extremely intelligent. Um, it's an engineering school uh, and it's known for engineering. I don't want to say it's just an engineering school. We do have a lot of other um, amazing degree programs on our campus, but I think that um, it's just very challenging for them because they're typically the type of students who never had to spend any time um, during during high school to really devote to their studies because they were just naturally smart at it. And then uh, transitioning from college is just kind of a, of a wake-up call for them. Right. So, well, you graduated from that same school, yes? Yeah. Oh, so that means you must be pretty bright. <laughs> well, I like to think I am anyway. <laughs> well, it's okay. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with being, uh, being at the, uh, the top of the intelligence food chain. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it sounds like you are taking your time and taking a, a, a passion toward helping others of, of all levels. Is that correct? Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about I did mention in the intro um, Remarkable 180. Um, you're the founder of that. Can you tell us what that really is? Sure. Um, Remarkable 180 is my attempt to kind of just, you know, not only get out of my comfort zone and start doing things that um, I'm passionate about, which, you know, is helping people. Um, it's, 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 you know, so it's something that I'm, I'm really working on right now so that I can make an impact on more lives. You know, I feel like I feel like I have the opportunity to do more than what I am doing, if that makes sense. Um, so I created Remarkable 180 to just kind of be an outlet for you know, people who feel like that they're meant to do more in life and, you know, someone, for people that are seeking to do, to do well, remarkable things. And, um, you know, being remarkable, it's, it's, it's kind of a challenge, but, and, and granted, we all, we all define what we, what we feel are remarkable. Um, so my definition of living a remarkable life is completely different than someone else's and that, and that's okay. 
but you know it's just realizing your potential and being confident enough to pursue those things that you're most passionate about and uh, I kind of wanted to be a, a catalyst to help to help people just uh, pursue pursue the things that mean the most to them oh that's wonderful that's great you know one of the things that uh, that I talk about um, and even at the beginning I, I talked about giving and being able to to give when you can and and when I say give, I, uh, some people misinterpret that, and I want to be very clear. I'm not talking about giving money, although it could be money in some cases that you want to donate uh, to a charity or to your local um, uh, church or, or whatever it is or, or someone that really needs it. But it's also about giving of your time. It's about giving of yourself. It's about giving of your, your knowledge and your wisdom. It's about giving... Um, a part of you that is the, the most valuable gift because money in itself, if it's not really hurting you to give the money away, it, it has a less, a less value to it in, in the uh, cycle of, of circulation. So the more value you can give, typically that's usually time and energy and, and wisdom and knowledge. And that brings back so much more in return. And so I'm so very, very uh, happy and proud to hear that you are um, on this journey, on this quest to give of your time and your effort to help others. Thank you. So I didn't mean to go into a commercial there about <laughs> about giving, but uh, what, the other thing is that what you'll learn about me, if you haven't already listened to many of the uh, podcasts already, uh, I have a tendency to to uh, explain things <laughs> as an engineer myself. Um, I go into a lot of detail explaining things, and, and a lot of people don't want to hear all the details, but they just want, want me to get right to the, to the point. But I think it's important that people understand the, what's behind the power that we have within us. And, and as you mentioned, people have this, this uh, potential for, to live a remarkable life. And if you can do something to bring that potential out in them so that they can activate that, that means so much. How, how, do you, uh, how do you propose to go about uh, helping people find their true potential and activating that? Um, well, it's like I said, I'm still trying to figure it all out. But um, what I kind of have in mind is just um, first, you know, connecting with people and, and you know, playing the role of, of a coach and just, um, you know, really listening to what it is that they that they. I want in their lives because it's not about me it's about them and so the more that I can listen to them and understand what what they want and what they're trying to achieve the, the better I can help you know I guess coach coach them into um, getting out of their comfort zones and taking that first step um, yes. you know I, I really want to create a network of, of people where instead of uh, tearing each other down we build each other up uh, you know be a, a good support group for for each of us and um, where we can share our stories and you know there's a lot of people living you know a remarkable life right now and and I just think that um, it would be so awesome if we could all come together and you know highlight stories and and kind of like bring good back to people where you know people can can understand that it is possible and people are doing it and and it is you know it is good good things are happening and, it, and it's okay to highlight that um, I also want to create like workshops and um, you know groups where we can we can get together, we can learn new things together, and and uh, go from there. 
That's wonderful. That's great. That is the that's the the power of bringing people together. It has such a profound effect because uh, it's it's one thing to to stand and lecture. It's another thing when you have people interacting and uh, there's this natural uh, ability to help each other through uh, the conversations and to learn while you're teaching as well. We're we're going to take a um, a small break and we'll come back and we'll talk with Tara. Uh, we'll talk to her a little more about Remarkable 180 and a couple of other things. Stay with us. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are here with Tara Stone. And Tara has been talking to us about Remarkable 180. I love the name because uh, it really it really does say that we are remarkable beings. Um, and the 180, I guess that's kind of a turnaround. That means if you're going in one direction, you, is that 100, 180 degrees? Is that what that represents, Tara? Yeah, it is. Well, tell us about that. Are people heading in the wrong direction or they sense they might be? Well, my idea behind it was the fact that, um, you know, I was kind of, I kind of felt a little stuck. Um, I felt like I wasn't, you know, making a big, big enough impact, uh, you know. And so 
I think it kind of represents just anybody who feels like they just, you know, want to change, um, change, you know, the trajectory of their life or even their, their way of thinking. Because, you know, I, I uh, kind of went from um, having one mindset to trying to um, train my mind to think a, a completely different way. So I think it can represent a lot of different things. Um, from you know learning how to become more positive to actually making a, a, a big life change like a career change, you know, so it can represent a lot of different things. Ah, that's great. That's great. Uh, there, there's a uh, another project that you were involved in, and I'd like to know more about that. And it, it was called What If. Talk, yeah. talk to us about that. Um, so back in. March, I had the opportunity to speak at um, the What If Conference, and this this conference was in uh, Columbia, Missouri, and it's this idea of ask, share, change, so um, uh, people can apply with a question, and it can be, you know, whatever, whatever kind of question that you want it to be, um, and then um, you present this question to an audience, and then they they get together and collaborate on solutions to whatever topics or subjects you're bringing up. And then, you know, the idea of it is to continue to think about these, these types of issues that are being presented and to collaborate and work together and then go beyond that and actually take action and, and do the things, um, you know, that maybe were discussed at the conference or, you know, just to learn how to think differently. So the What If Conference uh, was, was pretty interactive then with the people that were at the conference where they were actually discussing some of these issues and, and coming up with, with solutions as well, yes? Um, absolutely. So how it was set up was there were series of uh, speakers. I think there was about 20 of us that spoke at the What If Conference this past, this past year, and um, they, they let like four to five speakers um, talk, and then we had breakout sessions, and so... Um, you would have your little groups with big sticky notes, and then you would write, you know, things that kind of, you know, struck a chord with you or things that you wanted to um, collaborate about and then come up with an action plan on how these, these topics that were being talked about could be addressed. I see. Uh, can you share any uh, uh, topics that might have been uh, on, the, on the floor during that conference? I'm sure. Um, there was a, it was a, a wide variety, you know, there were, there were people who were asking questions about what if we changed the way content was shared to, um, you know, what if um, we all took an entrepreneur course to, you know, my talk, which was what if we were all family generation changers. So it was a, it's a wide variety of topics being presented. Ah, uh, that sounds pretty, uh, it sounds like a, a conference that really would stir up some of the, the thought processes to, to get some solutions. And now you mentioned your topic. You actually spoke there then. Yeah, I, I, I presented on um, becoming a family generation changer. Family generation changer. That's a mouthful. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, actually, when I was doing my research for this topic, I found that um, – there was a term called transitional character, which was a lot, which was pretty similar to uh, what I was talking about. But there was one big difference, and being a trans transitional character is someone who um, overcomes certain. Uh, you know, it's it's generally someone who grows up in a in a destructive environment, home environment, who 
you know, chooses not to metabolize that poison that they've been kind of dealt with th- throughout their lives and, and make sure and changes it for their, their entire family. But what I, what I argued was the fact that there's really no such thing as a perfect family because um, I, think, I think there's ways that we can all be better. And um, so, you know, maybe, maybe you didn't grow up in that, you know, abusive environment, but yet there's, there's still things that you want to change. And it can be something from, you know, being the first one to be in a successful marriage to just, just an idea. Maybe there's, there's ideas that's been passed down in your family that you, you want to change and, and you have the ability and the power to do that. So uh, that was, you know, a big part of what, what I spoke about. Yes, well, I will tell you that I, I cheated a little bit, and I, I saw the video of you speaking. <laughs> and uh, one of the things you shared with the group uh, was about your own journey. Why don't you share with us uh, a little bit about um, your generational, family generational change sure. in terms of your education? Yeah, one of the biggest ways that I've, I've kind of become a family generation changer for my family is just the fact that I'm the first one to... Uh, you know, pursue college and actually graduate with a, a bachelor's and, and also my master's degree. So, you know, um, there was a lot of challenges that were presented in the fact that, you know, it was, it was, it was a whole new thing for my, for my family. We didn't really know how, how college works and the whole idea of how, you know, how to get there. And, uh, and I can't tell you at what point in my life I just decided that's, that's the path I was going to take. But, um, I do know that there was some definite challenges. You know, financially, my family couldn't afford to help me pay for college. Um, so, you know, my mom, as I shared in the video, uh, my mom and I argued at, at, in one specific morning, and I remember this because um, we never, we, we just never argued. I, you know, I respect my family and I respect my, my mom. And, uh, but this one particular day, I remember that uh, she got mad at me for something and um, we were arguing and on the table was my orientation package and as anyone that goes to college knows that, that orientation sometimes most of the time comes with a, with a cost and and this particular school I, I actually attended a different school for the first couple of years it it um, asked that we we send three hundred dollars well three hundred dollars was a lot of money for for my mom and for us and so she told me that day that I wasn't going to go to college, and she threw the orientation package away. And that's when I kind of um, declared that I was going to college, and I didn't know how or you know what we were going to do to to get there. But I was I knew that I was going to go to college, and and I did, and it's it's really been a life changer for me, and I and I think for my family. Well, that's excellent. Now. Now you and your mom are on speaking terms. She didn't. You didn't leave home and just never talk to her again. Did you? No, not at all. Not, <laughs> okay. not at all. Uh, my mom's really proud of me, and you know she tries to to brag about about me uh, every chance she gets. But um, no, and and I think we we made up pretty quickly after that argument. But it was just such a pivotal mo- moment for myself because it, it was kind of like that moment that I really declared that regardless of you know what was going to happen or the challenges that I faced I was going to I was going to make it and um I worked my butt off but <laughs> I did I did make it so that's wonderful I'm I'm so happy to hear that you stuck with it and and I know that your family is proud uh that you were able to complete not only your undergrad but uh, continue to get your graduate degree that's a lot of work believe me I know 
is, is a tremendous amount of work and it takes a tremendous amount of commitment uh, to get that done. So I, I'm sure they're very, very proud of you. Thank you. And, you know, and with that, there, there were some challenges, you know, and, and, and what, I, what I said in my speech was, you know, just be, being a family generation changer does present some, some challenges and, and people are going to respond differently to that. Some people might respond very negatively to you wanting to change the way, you know, the family's been for past generations. And, um, you know, just a big part of being that, that generation changer is just, you know, trying to overcome that and understanding that it's not necessarily that they want, that they want to see you fail or, or that they, they don't support you. It's just, you know, a lot of times change can be scary and, um, and a lot of times it's easier just to kind of roll with it instead of, you know, be the one to, to kind of make that shift in your family. Yes, yes. Um, over the last few weeks, maybe a month, uh, we've had these episodes that have talked about the different segments of the, the online course that uh, True Life Academy is putting out. And the first uh, module of that course is uh, removing doubt and believing in yourself. And in order for you to stood up to take that step, you had to have a certain belief in yourself that you could do this. Yeah, I think, um, I, think I, I did. Uh, I also had a pretty good support you know, system. You just surround yourself with friends, and my grandma was always uh, my biggest cheerleader. She yes. still is. So, I mean, she, she always encouraged me and told me that I could do um, anything I put my mind to. So, uh, you know, with, with knowing that she was behind me, and my mom was always supportive too. It's just, you know, sometimes... Um, I don't know. Sometimes there was a little bit of resistance from the family, and I. Um, but you know, just surrounding yourself. I think what's important is trying to find that support group, whether that be family or friends or you know a mentor, and just and just holding on to that and uh, you know using that as the you know. And it's easier to believe in yourself. I had some great teachers. I had some great professors and advisors, and um, it you know it really makes a big difference when you know that there's there's people that are that are cheering cheering you on so yes yes very very good point and uh, I like what you said that your grandmother um, always told you that you could accomplish those things um, or anything and uh, that actually sits in very early in life in helping manage and establish the belief that you have in yourself because when a person of authority, a person, a family member, a mother, a grandmother, a father begins to tell you certain things, that becomes a part of your value fabric and your belief system and uh, that I'm sure that set a very, very solid stage and platform for you uh, moving forward in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And. Um so, yeah, we're, we're going to take a, a, a quick break. I'm, I know this is going fast, Tara, but hang in there with me. We've got lots more to talk to you about and ask you about. So uh, we'll be right back, everyone. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. 
wonder why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding the quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Simaluka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central, on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. We're back with Tara Stone, and we are talking about several things here. One of the the things that Tara has been involved in is a conference called What If, where she actually spoke, and they were talking through questions that were asked, they were sharing amongst each other and, and actually coming up with solutions to some of the issues of the day. Um, Tara was uh, also talking to us about being a family generation changer and what that means and, and uh, gave us some examples of how she actually did that in her life in terms of going to school when no one else had, in her family had graduated from, from a college. Now. It doesn't matter where in life you are, you are probably experiencing some of that, whether you're, you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth or born in the, in the lowest poverty level of life. Everyone has these same issues. And where Tara grew up, uh, she had to deal with the issue of going to school. And it started with, certainly, she had to have a belief in herself that this was something that uh, she was meant to do, and we talked about that belief. The other thing, Tara, that I'd like to address with you about this, uh, that some people may have and they may relate to, is once you found a way to get the three hundred dollars and and uh, fill in the package and send it off, and you were accepted at school, it must have been a little frightening to go away from home to actually attend school 
and how you would do and, and the environment you were in. So there may have been a little bit of fear. I'm only guessing that there might have been. Can you talk to us about that? Sure, absolutely. So a little bit more about me is that I went from a, a very small high school of a class of 32, and um, then I went off to college uh, where there was a lot more students. Uh, it was a, a big school. I went to University of Missouri for the first two years of my college career. So going from a class of 32 people where everybody knows everything to um, a big, huge class with a, a, a big city, you know, to live in, it, it's, it's a little intimidating, a little scary. Um, and back when I was a freshman in college, I was very shy, very timid, um, you know, so it, it was very hard. It was very difficult for me to reach out and, and kind of connect with people. Um, especially because, like I said, that, that shy factor was um, was so big for me. So um, the idea of, of making new friends and, um, you know, trying to connect with people, that scared me to death, first of all. Um, and, you know, I, I can relate to students in the fact that when they're in a classroom and we tell them, you know, find a study group, and it's a lot harder said than done when you're not um, this loud, extroverted uh, person. Um, so it, there was a lot of challenges with that, and, and it scared me to death to have to, um, you know, this idea of making new friends and and um, in that aspect. I've grown a lot since then, but, um, and then also, you know, there's always that fear of failure. Um, mm. You know, like I said, I went from a, a small school where, you know, I did really well, and I think, you know, I was among the top of my class, and going to a, a college or university where there's a lot of a lot of smart people a lot of um, well just a lot of in, uh, you know intelligent people not only uh, are your classmates smart you, you know you're surrounded by professors who are um, you know trained to teach you and and, and uh, so there was a lot of fear with that and um, I think I just I think just like pressing pressing through just pushing through and and just, you know, um, even in those times where you feel like you're not doing good enough, there was a lot of times where um, I felt like I, I could have done better. And I, and so that was a little disappointed in the fact. And, and I think sometimes if you let it, that, that fuels your fear mm -hmm. of not, not feeling like you're good enough. Um, but then again, you just have to persevere and, and uh, face those fears head on. Yes, yes. I like the way you say, face them head on. Uh, when we did our, our show here on fear, uh, one of the solutions was to look fear dead in the eye and see it for what it really was. Um, and uh, I used the, the analogy or metaphor of, of uh, having met a, a famous person that you've always been in awe of, and when you finally meet them, they, you find that they, they have pimples on their face or bad breath and they're they're not as smart as you thought they were and you you see it for really what it what it really is and then you're able to look it dead in the eye and say you know fear get in the back seat i'm driving this car um and it's easier said than done as you say but at the same time the only way to get through it is to face it and uh, i love the fact that you just that you did that in this case even the uh you know one of the things that that I hear from people from time to time is around this issue of intelligence. And um, you, made, you made a good point just now about going from a small school to a large university. And even though you were considered one of the top in, uh, people in the 
the students in the smaller school, you still had a fear that that you would be perceived differently in the larger school uh, around intelligence. And I, I know people who have said to me directly on, you know, I'm just not smart enough. And it's, it's all relative to base, it's based on where they see themselves. And so where you saw yourself, you had some of that come up for you, but, but you took it on anyway, is that right? Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of times um, I'll be honest, I was, um, it took me a long time to, to, you know, raise my hand in class, and there was this one class in particular, it was a, a music class that I took that I thought was going to be really easy, that turned out to be one of the hardest classes I've ever, I've ever taken, and this professor was notorious for, for calling you out when, when he asked questions, mm. and I was so scared he was going to call me out that a lot of times um, I would skip, which is not a very good student habit to have. Um, so, you know, just, just, just slowly starting to believe in yourself and taking those little risks and just, you know, putting yourself out there. I think, um, you know, and that's kind of what I did in, 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 in school is I slowly started making myself do things that, that were uncomfortable for me. For example, you know, I was, I was always afraid to speak up in class or I was afraid to, um, I'm like, I, I was always shy. So I would make myself try out for theater uh, plays at theater just so I could get in front of people and um, face my fears that way. Um, I didn't really care if I made the play or not. It was just the practice of doing it and making myself get out there um, that really helped me um, become more confident and, you know, just um, knowing that I am, I am smart enough. You know, we all got to college. So, I mean, I think we all have... um, have the ability to, uh, you know, shine in, in different areas in different ways. We're all, none of us are the same, and that's the beauty of it. And there are going to be people who have, um, who are better at things than you are, but there's also going to be a lot of times that you have, you're way better at things than other people are. So, you know, it's it's just about finding finding your strengths and then trying to overcome your weaknesses and, and go in it about that. Yes, excellent, excellent. Um, you know, I, I uh, was, as a child, I was very shy myself, and, and I later became uh, familiar with the shyness in, in knowing it as not just being shy, but that there was fear there. And uh, when I hear the word shy, I immediately think about fear. And, uh, and it's not that it's all, all bad or wrong, it's just that there are, there's something that's that we're fearful of, and which makes us shy, makes us stay to ourselves. Um, and as a kid, it's kind of cute. It's oh, isn't isn't she cute? She's just so shy, and so we we take on that persona sometimes. Uh, at least I, I I'm talking about myself now. That's what I did, and I thought, okay, well, being shy is cool. It's kind of cute. Uh, but as you as you grow up in life, you begin to see that it really holds you back. And what's really happening there is you're not. You're not uh, pressing forward uh, to overcome that fear. I like the fact that you took action to join that that uh, uh, that troop, if you will, to to practice performing in front of people. That action probably did a lot for you. Yeah, I think it did. And I'm not, you know, I was always scared to death. It made me a nervous wreck to get on stage and, and to, you know, pretend to act because I, I don't know that I was... <laughs> always the best actress, but, you know, just the fact of doing it and um, just facing those fears and getting out of my comfort zone 
Um, and then, you know, as I went through college and I became um, more confident, I started, you know, taking more active roles in the in the classroom. You know, like I would volunteer to, to lead a project for a group. And, you know, it's just those little steps. And, and you don't realize that over time it's those little steps that can make can make a big difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what you're learning uh, about yourself, um, I imagine you're, you're using that along with other knowledge that you have to help others through your remarkable 180, et cetera. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of things that um, I think, uh, you know, just, just we all have our life stories and there's, there's things that we've all overcome. And, and I think I've, I've done a lot of that and I'm kind of like, um, what I mentioned was just shifting my mindset because getting out of college, it was all about, you know, trying to find that job and make a lot of money. And, and I think it's mostly because my, my family, I, you know, I was the first one to go to college. So I think with that came a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure that I put on myself to, you know, be right out of college making a certain amount of money. And, you know, in, in reality, when all that didn't happen the way I, I thought it should happen, I, you know, it was it was really hard for me. Sure. You know, you, you have this mindset of what success looks like, and then you get there and you just don't feel successful. You have to look at different ways to define what success means to you. And, and a lot of times that takes a, a complete mind shift. And, you know, I'm coming to realize that being successful in life isn't, isn't all about making money. It's it's really what you do with it and how you can, you know, impact the lives of others. So I really think with Remarkable 180, that's that's kind of you know what I want to do. I I know for a fact that's that's my my bigger purpose in life is just to you know impact the lives of others and and uh, try to help people as much as I can. Absolutely, what a valuable valuable lesson uh, regarding money and success. The two are not equal. Uh, there are so many people who have money that I would call very unsuccessful in life uh, because they are not connected to their purpose. They're not connected to the things that would uh, help others. Uh, those, are, those, that is just so important, and I'm so glad you went there because that is. I want people to really understand that that our success is not based on finances. Uh, when you stay true to your purpose. The rest will follow. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Tara. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. 
Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central, on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. We're back with Tara Stone, and we are been, we have been learning so much about ourselves, about how belief is such a, a key factor in us uh, accomplishing things in our life and getting over fear being courageous enough to do certain things and and acting and doing things that uh, we probably wouldn't have thought we could do in the past to create the successful life for ourselves. And one real important factor that Tara brought up before the break was uh, around finances and around money and that her definition of success prior to uh, really learning life's lessons was that the money was uh, an expectation that she had that would would validate the success and what she realized was that uh, there was more to a successful life than just money and I thought that was just so profound so thank you for sharing that with us Tara you're welcome Uh, I want to um, just talk a little bit about because what's happening through your story is what I call um, a level of of wisdom that you are you're you're sharing with us and if I can just take a moment with everyone I'll just describe uh, what I see as as the progression there's this thing called data and data are just uh, those of you who know computers it's just bits and bytes and ones and zeros it's it's just stuff it has no meaning whatsoever until it is interpreted then it becomes it's it's actually translated into information so the ones and zeros the the data is translated to become information now it it has some level of meaning to it but even then it's not what it should be until you take that information and then you interpret it to mean something for you then it becomes knowledge so if you look at that progression scale it's it's data becomes information but information is nothing until it becomes knowledge then it's more meaningful to you but I would just submit that even with it being knowledge it helps you to some degree 
But unless you are living the life and you have life lessons associated with your knowledge, it's not really wisdom. And that's where the wisdom comes in. And, and what Tara has been sharing with us are some of her life's lessons that I call wisdom. It's not just data. It's not just information. It's just not what she knows and what she's learned in school. This is her life's lessons that is truly wisdom that she's sharing with us and that she shares with the, the people that will work with her in Remarkable 180. So, Tara, thank you for letting me steal some of your time to share that with everyone. Oh, absolutely. So when you are um, uh, on your journey to build this organization, this, this um, passion of yours, Remarkable 180, and I know you're at the very early stages of creation, uh, what is it that you, you think you will need from, from others to help you with that, from me, from the people listening? Is there, is there something we can help with? Is there a website we can go to, a Facebook, something that, that we can start supporting you in your journey? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have a, uh, a Facebook page already. It's Remarkable 180, and I'm also on Twitter and Google+. I'm currently working on the website, and, you know, I hope to have that done within the next couple months. You know, just, um, you know, support and, and direction and feedback, all, all, you know, are very important things. Yes. But, Good. yeah, I would love um, for people to get connected with me on Facebook. And then as I transition the website out, I would love to connect with people on, on the Remarkable 180 website. That's great. That's great. Uh, you're on About Me as well, yes? Oh, yeah, I am. So you can look for Tara Stone on About Me. You can look for Tara, uh, or is it Remarkable 180 on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And what's your Twitter handle? It's, um, I have my personal Twitter, which is Tara L. Stone, and, um, or at Remarkable 180. At Remarkable 180. So everyone, get connected with Tara. Uh, she is starting her journey to make a difference in this world. Now, who can't support that? And if you support that, reach out to her and, uh, and, and give her a hand. Uh, encouragement, if nothing else. Uh, supporter, if you know how to build a website and she's trying to build her website, uh, give her some tips on that. Uh, the things that she's doing right away are, are challenging for people just starting out. And um, so we want to make sure she gets off to a great start and that she helps as many people as she possibly can. Thank you so, so much. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're all in this for the same reason. The one thing I love about uh, what you're doing and the path that you've chosen. And I'm learning so much about it because, quite frankly, I started not so long ago myself down this path. And unlike my many, many years in, in, as an executive in the, in the corporate life, in that world, it was very competitive. It was extremely competitive. You had to know the right people. You had to have the right people on your side. Uh, it was very political. It was, it was just so much of that stuff. It, it's very toxic in some regard. But what I'm finding in this space where people are just trying to help other people and they have a passion for it, you don't find a lot of that. Now, you'll find the odd person that's just trying to make money and, and they just want to get as much as they can out of everyone. But that's more the exception than the rule. So I encourage you, Tara, to reach out to like-minded people. 
encourage you to find them on Twitter, find them on Facebook, find them. There are a lot of places and they're coming together. And it's these groups and these people as individuals as well as groups that are going to make a very big difference on this planet. And so if you, if you uh, feel stuck at any point in time, reach out to, to one of your industry peers and I know that uh, more often than not they'll be there to help. Absolutely. Yes, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's an inter interest, interesting dynamic that takes place and I'm, I'm just so pleased and, and satisfied that, that I've fo uh, chosen to follow my passion as you are doing uh, because it will make a difference and, and together we will make a difference on this planet. So with, uh, with that said, I know that um, um, as you continue to uh, do work in this area, you're, you're, you've got your day job as well at the university, mm -hmm. and you're, and you're um, helping some of these students find their way. Um, is there something there that, that you think is a crossover between what you're doing with, with that work with those students and with Remarkable 180? Yeah, I do. Um you know, I started this uh, started working at the university a couple years ago, and I think that's kind of what kind of uh, started fueling my passion, um, as you will say, because nothing makes me happier than you know helping a student solve a problem or helping them get connected to um, something that will you know ultimately make them the most successful on campus. Um, so you know, currently I work with a lot of students, so you know, 18 to 22 years old. Um, and, you know, I, there is a lot of crossover there. Yes. Uh, and I've learned a lot of things just by working with students that I think um, other people could, could use as well. So oh, That's great. That's great. Um, you know, the other, the other thing that if you, if you don't have one already, I would encourage that you start a blog where you can share some of that information with the world. And you'll be surprised how many people start to follow and, and want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, it is. It is one of my my desires is to to start blogging regularly, and I and I hope to do that um, in the future. Yes, yes, I know. All of this takes time. It yeah. takes up a lot of time, as if we've got nothing to do all day but to but to do some of this and and trying to juggle a full time job and 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 family uh, is is difficult, I'm sure. But it sounds like your family's pretty supportive of you. Is that correct? Oh yeah, they are. They are. That's good. That's great. The support is always helpful. And, and so as you, as you go through that, um, just, again, let me know personally or uh, reach out to the, the community as to anything you might need in that process. Thank you. And, you know, this has been, uh, you know, I thank you for allowing me to be on, on the show. And, you know, uh, I've enjoyed connecting with you, and I look forward to connecting with a lot of other people in the future. Absolutely. And I really appreciate your time here. Um, I know uh, we're, in a, we're in different time zones, and it's probably much later where you are. Uh, but I certainly appreciate you taking the time uh, to share what you're doing, what you want to do, your passion, sharing your story, sharing uh, just your insights. And as I mentioned earlier, your wisdom the learning that you've had along the way uh, to go from just having information and knowledge to really living uh, these life lessons and sharing those with us. That's been very 
very helpful to us. So, Tara, thank you so very much for that. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. So, everyone, uh, again, Tara Stone. Uh, Tara, one more time. Let's uh, tell them how they can find Remarkable 180 and uh, and find you. Sure. Um, my uh, Facebook page is it's at you know Remarkable 180. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Remarkable 180. And um, my Twitter handle is Tara L. Stone. And I also have a uh, personal website. It's just TaraLStone.com. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, very good. So, uh, what we again, Tara, thank you so very much. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll stay connected and, and we'll do some wonderful things uh, for this world together. Absolutely. Okay. So everyone, thank you again for joining us this week at True Life Academy, where we focus on your body, mind, and spirit, and we try to build a path for you, give you the tools so that you can live the most amazing life that's available to you. In fact, I believe it's the life you were intended to live, and I believe we all have a choice on what that life should be. So until we, uh, until we meet again next week, as always, I'm going to leave with you the three tenets that we live by. First of all, be thankful. Be thankful in everything. Not for everything, but in everything. Because being thankful is such a powerful way to live. Give when you can. You can't always give, but give of your time. Be of service. Even if it's money, if you have it, give when you can. And thirdly, because we have this power to choose, always love first and then choose. If you live that way, there'll be fewer regrets. Take care, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.